Welcome to another edition of Sean and D's Good Tape. I'm Sean Newell. That's Dennis Brzezinski over there. Hey, D, how you doing? Hello, Bungo. I'm good. How are you? I'm I'm rocking for a Wednesday night. We're taping a day earlier than usual, so uh, yeah. that's kind of exciting. I'm trying a new schedule <laughs> this week. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so uh, so so we get on the same page. When are are, are we going to switch to Fridays or Sundays? I kind of liked back? releasing it on a Friday. I got good feedback. I think people probably got up and I because I think I posted it at six a.m. Central Time, so people probably got up, saw it, maybe listened to us on their way to work. You know, sometimes on Sundays you're not really into podcast mode, so I think maybe we'll just start doing that regularly for a while. I kind of like that too because that gives mm-hmm. people a weekend to listen to it, or Monday morning on their way to work, like you said, or or on their way home from work on Friday. I, so, I can so say I this. Like I can say this. Friday was our most downloaded show day in the history of the the six week history of the podcast. So, uh, so that's, that's pretty cool. And and it's also, yeah, this will be number seven. And also it was, it is now our second most downloaded podcast that we've done outside of the first one. So I'd like to think that's because everybody was curious to hear what songs I was going to ask you to listen to. Maybe perhaps they were good songs. (laughs) Let us know out there if that's the case and we'll, we'll do that a little bit more, but, but anyhow. I'm fucking with you, but I think we've got a great playlist today, though. So, um, eight really good songs, and they uh, they all came to kind of came together really relatively easily this week. And and I think I texted you yesterday. Like this is the like as far as the whole conceit of the show is. You know, the tapes we would listen to in your car, driving around, singing, you know, drinking Mountain Dew, smoking cigarettes, not even fucking having conversations half the time, just driving around listening to music. This one is the best one so far for that in my mind. Yeah, no, I agree. I've listened to it three times this week on my way in home way to work and from work just to kind of get refamiliarized with the songs. Even though as I listen to them, I'm like, I really don't need to get refamiliarized with these songs. I know them. I can, you know, when you can sing a song after you haven't heard it for a long time, you know, you're still really familiar with it. It's the best. And, and these are, these are great songs, just fun songs. And by like odd bands, you know, they're not like the, the, the typical ones you would think of in the nineties, which is kind of fun. Well, before we get started, I do want to talk about one other thing really quick because we touched on it last week. We were excited last week when we taped on Thursday because it was the opening day of the baseball season. And while our teams are still playing, boy, after what happened with Miami and uh, Philadelphia, you got to wonder how much longer the baseball season is going to go on. I was surprised that they didn't just shut everything down. I mean, it, it's not like a bubble thing, like what they're doing with the NBA and WNBA and NHL, uh, you know, so it, there's not a huge spread or huge concern about, about you know, widespread uh, uh, infections. But but wow, like to affect those that many series, it, it was insane to me. And to have 19 people now, you know. Uh, wear a fucking mask people yeah well and i guess i guess uh when you uh when you look at it along the lines of if the marlins are going to fill the minor league team now they pretty much already did anyway so it's really no no real difference talent wise probably with what they're going to have to bring up but it's just the fact that this happened so quick out of the gate it's not the best thing in the world and 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 i can't remember the year exactly it was but apparently there was a a strike shortened season not in the 90s it was in the 80s maybe 1980 where where not all, every team got to complete their their season and uh they f- fitted the playoff seeds with uh you know by winning percentage you know for teams that didn't get to complete all the games uh so there is precedent here for it but wow that's crazy to me like just yeah how bad florida is and this yeah. is just one of those well, one of those examples of it well and it's and it's also going to be interesting to see if the nfl has similar problems because they're not going into a bubble format like the nba too the nba seems to have gotten a pretty good handle on this because they could all play in the same area and kind of keep everybody as isolated as possible but even they've had their problems like with mo williams uh deciding to Lou uh, williams was it Lou? Oh, okay. Lou. Yeah. yeah. Sorry about that. Who's Mo Williams? That sounds familiar. I think he was an eight and nineties basketball. Okay. Player. <laughs> okay. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but when he decided to uh, needed to leave the bubble for family reasons and decided to stop by a strip club in Atlanta to get some chicken wings. So yeah. They were so good. So good. <laughs> I wish see, I would remember what the name of the club was. Did it you was, see the story? I don't know if it was on the ringer or the athletic. It was, it was one, it wasn't ESPN.com, but it was one of the other sports sites where, where the sports writer went there and got the wings and actually said they really are that good. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And there were so many people like players yeah. on Twitter saying, no, that's really, <laughs> he's not fucking with you. He actually went to a strip club to get these chicken wings. Hilarious. That's awesome. Yeah. But, uh, well, it's not awesome yeah. because now he doesn't get to play for 10 well, days, but it's a really yeah. funny story 
story nonetheless. So anyway, exactly. Now that there's too many stories around COVID-19 that are funny, but that one's actually kind of funny. So, well, and and at least as of now, he hasn't tested positive for it. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, on to the songs this week. And, uh, I don't know. Usually we start off with Pearl Jam. Did you start off different this week or was it just out of order on the, on the sheet? No, no, I I did start off different this week. Uh, uh, I I do normally start off with Pearl Jam, but this song uh, is was a great way to kick off the playlist. And and as you said, when you pick the song, it you know the, it's a big a big song for me and you, mm-hmm. like one we had a hell of hell of a time with in, in the car. Uh, uh, it's your song, so go ahead and introduce the first song this week. Um, and this is sort of by request. Um, our friend Stephanie has uh, has reached out and and a big listener of our podcast and said that she wanted to request some Matchbox Twenty. And I know this isn't the song that she wanted me to uh, to uh, use, but we'll get to that one down the road because it's got a funny story behind it, and and our, we'll save it. Yes, and our friend Jen in the, uh, has asked has mentioned that song too. Uh, the same the song. Okay. Yeah, the okay. Same song, but this well, is we'll not that, that song. This is not that song. This is Matchbox Twenty, and it's the song. It's actually their first single off of their first album, "Yourself or Someone Like You," which came out in the fall of 1996. And the song is actually not one of their more popular songs, but to me, it's probably their best song, in my opinion, at least. And it's "Long Day." Yeah, I think it's my favorite song too. This song is memorable for me, uh, for us, you know, because this is around the time where I left for a couple of months Mm -hmm. and 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 moved back up to the Chicago area, and uh, and and you know, I did we we talked on the phone maybe every day, uh, if not every day, every other day, because I guess that was when long distance still existed. Yeah, (laughs) and I was at college, so so I had a phone card, so one of those dial in. Yeah, yeah, and. uh, and and I was I wasn't that happy up there. Like I didn't know anybody. Like it was fine with you know. At that age, I was you know ninety six. I was uh you know eighteen, mm-hmm. about to turn nineteen. And uh, oh no, wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were eighteen. Yeah. Jesus Christ, I'm a fucking idiot. Uh, but uh, uh, but but we worked it out, and and I ended up coming back to Franklin and and mm-hmm. living with your family, with your mom and your dad, mm-hmm. while you were at, at college still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And. Uh, and and this song came out right around that time, you know, where, it, you know, like I, I, what was I gone? Like three months, maybe, maybe something like that. Probably like yeah. a August or September till probably around Thanksgiving or a little bit after. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, so- I, I, I couldn't recall. And, and I'm, 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 I'm impressed that you can't mm-hmm. <laughs> recall, you know, cause your memory is so good, but, but this, yeah. But I remember this song was out around that time and, uh, and we both just, fell in love with it and we were back in benny driving around in the car you know like you know just post high school and everything well this song this song i think fits so many people that that uh you know you go through something bad in this case it it appears you know the way that the that the uh lyrics go that you know it's basically that somebody dumped this guy you know um essentially but then the long day part is not the fact that he got dumped the long day part is is he can't get out of his own head you know it's it's you know you can't get out of your own way sometimes and you can't get stuff as much as you want to sit and say i'm not going to think about this anymore it doesn't really work that way you can distract yourself at times and and stuff like that but but the line in it that that uh basically sticks out to me the most is reach down your hand in the pocket, pull out some hope for me. It's been a long day. Always ain't that right. And no Lord, your hand won't stop it. Just keep you trembling. It's been a long day. Always ain't that right. That's, that's just very powerful. The way that that, that comes down to say, no matter what I'm going to do until this goes away, it's not going to go away and there's nothing I can do about it. You just have to deal with it. And Mm -hmm. and that's something that's hard, Mm -hmm. especially you know, as an 18 year old kid and, and, and what I was dealing with coming out of that, you know, mm-hmm. point like that's man, it just messes with your mind so bad mm-hmm. and to not have the capabilities of, of experience that, you know, we do now, you know, 24 years later, you know, they'd be like, well, fuck, that, that's all that is, you know, like Jesus Christ, get, get, pull your head out of your ass and, and, uh, <laughs> make a smart decision for once in your life. I would, I would say there was also, there was also something for us at that time in our lives. And I I won't speak for you on this, but I'll speak for me. And if you, you know, you can tell me your perspective. There was also the point of at that time in my life, you know, you graduate from high school, all your friends leave, essentially you leave and your whole world just kind of turns upside down. There was nothing, there was nobody in my family, at least that had ever gone through that before to prepare me 
for what that's like. And so I was just kind of messed up just because I was in no sort of normal atmosphere that I'd ever been in before, you know, that, oh, that yeah. type of a thing. Oh, that's perfect. And, and for this song, uh, also, and, and, and explains the whole thing we, you know, I, I brought up leading into it. It was like me and you had spent the last three and a half years, you know, uh, as, as Sean and D, you know, tied right. at the hip, like, yeah. you, you know, and then all of a sudden our worlds changed, mm-hmm. you know, you know, they had been different, but we were all, you know, like it, it was always still the same, but it was different yeah. together. You know, it was, you know, it was different yeah. with me and you and Richie and all of our, all of our other friends together. And now all of a sudden everybody was gone and in their separate places. And I, I would even pull Richie into this if he was on this today, because I remember he went to the air force Academy and you yeah. get, you'd get these letters from Richie and you'd read them and you could just tell that Richie was in his way in Colorado Springs going through the same thing that you were going through in the Chicago area and that I was going through in Lincoln at the time, you know, and yeah. different and different stuff like that. It's just a, what a, strange time in everybody's life you know no doubt about it and then it goes back to uh you know and we talked before we started recording you know like uh dealing with the the kids that we deal with now at work Mm -hmm. uh you know like and you can see it in these people in these kids you know and you want to say it's it's a generational sort of thing but it's not it's being a fucking 20 year old kid or a Mm -hmm. 25 year old kid you think you've got all the goddamn answers and it's not until you realize that you don't that you start looking at things differently and taking shit, you know, seriously, right. uh, for lack of a better term. I, I, I mean, seriously, the, yeah, it covers a lot of things and, and I'm stammering again, but, but, but yeah, no, essentially it's just like, fuck, you know, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. <laughs> you yeah. can't, you can't pull yourself out of this shit easy. Yeah. You need friends. Yeah. It's a long day. Yeah. So it's a, it's a great song. It, it you know, push and 3am and, and uh, so many of their other songs overshadow this one, I think is their biggest. Hits. But, Oh yeah. But this, but it, it, yeah, this song to me is the best one on that album easily. Have you ever, and, and before we go to the next song, have you ever seen them live? Yeah. Yeah. You saw them in Peoria, right? No, I saw them in, uh, in Champagne. I actually won tickets when I was at Western from a radio station to see them at the U of I and drove all the way from Macomb to Champaign, saw them and then drove back. So it was, uh, what, what, what album would that have been? The second one? It was the, yeah, it was after, yeah, whatever. The, mad, mad, mad season, season right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I saw them, I saw them on this tour, uh, uh, semi-sonic and solo silent opened up for them. And, uh, and they played, uh, uh, they played, they were great. They were amazing. They played the album, the whole album. They didn't play it in order, but everything on the on, on the show sounded exactly like the album, which is fine, you know, at that point. But but yeah, it was it was a great show. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and of course, Rob Thomas has gone on to you know be the the Gwen Stefani of Matchbox Twenty, where you know it's elevated above the rest of the people in the band and and, and done all that shit. You know, what's interesting about that is anytime he releases anything that's just Rob Thomas, I don't usually like it, but when they release something as matchbox 20, I like it. I don't know what the difference is, but there's something about his songwriting style on his own without the rest of the band that just, I I just don't like it. It's that smash mouthy thing where he's trying to be too commercial and too too, poppy and too appealing to everybody. Uh, and, and I, and we've talked about, like, I, I didn't really care for their second album as much as I love this record so much mm-hmm. that, uh, that mad season one I thought was way overproduced. Like it, it got way too big. Like this one, you can tell this was a band cutting their chops and just having a great fucking time. You know, I would disagree with you. I liked the second album, not probably as much as this one, but the song bent, I really like the song. Oh, no, I, the, I mean, it's the, got its moments. And, and the guitar at the beginning of that song, the way that I, I, do, I do really, I do really like that song. But then their next album, which I can't remember what it was called. It had Unwell on it. That's a pretty good album. So, yeah, they, yeah. They, and they did kind of tone the production down a little bit. They, they, they bounced back. They but. came out with an album probably five or six years ago, and I don't think they've come out with one since then. But uh, it's got its moments. It's not like this, but it's not yeah. bad once again, but it's not like Rob Thomas by himself to where I just really don't like it. Yeah. It, it, and and uh, uh, bringing that up, uh, the, the smash mouth thing, uh, uh, our friend Ricky on Instagram, our, our, our listener, uh, she had a great post this week uh, with County Crows, uh, how our show reminded her how great August and everything after in their first few records are. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so thank you again, Ricky, for that and, and, and shouting us out on Instagram. But uh, but that's one of the things I love about doing this show is, is just reminding people of things that they hadn't thought about or introducing them to new things. Uh, that 
that's the whole point of the show. That's why I mean you like doing this shit. Yeah, absolutely. So we spent a long time on that song. I didn't think we'd talk about it quite that long, but that's cool. Um, yeah. the, the next one is our weekly Pearl Jam song, and it's yours. And it's kind of a fuck you to you, Sean. It's a, a I, light years off by Neural. I, I kind of got that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the second. And, and I, I, I forgot there was only two singles off this album. Uh, but uh, Was the other one Insignificance? Uh, no, nothing as it seems. Okay. Uh, insignificance was never an official single 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 okay i remember but, uh, hearing it on the radio but yeah i can believe that yeah, yeah. uh yeah so this is uh this is because i know you like this song Sean, and you talked about how shitty my neural was last week but uh but this is uh no this i i, I love reading the notes about this song anyhow it's no it's it's a great song it's you know that sort of tempo that we like that we talked about last week too uh have you ever heard the the original demo version of the song that's called Puzzles and Games? No, Mm-mm. no. It, and in in the notes that I sent you, they they uh, you know, they had the song and they really liked it, but they were afraid it sounded way too much like Given the Fly, and it does actually. If if you listen to it, and I'll send you a link to it if if you have a chance to. Well, listen I thought to that it. was interesting in the notes that it that it yeah. said that. I, I remember the first time I actually heard that version of the song is I I saw it in the theater when PJ Twenty was playing in Springfield one time. Uh, they before the show they were playing uh, 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 this sort of you know bootleg CD of theirs, and I heard that I was like, "Well, that's light years, but it sounds different." Mm. But uh, uh, but it, 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 it's it's such a great song, and again, it's a binaural song. Uh, uh, it's got you can and much like a lot of uh, Pearl Jam songs, it can have so many different meanings to you, you know, just by what you how you want to listen to it. The uh, the the thing that the, the just the opening part that I used hammers made out of wood. I played games with pieces and rules. I've deciphered tricks at the bar, but now you're gone and I haven't figured out why. You know that just the like I can do all this shit. Why why can't I figure out why you're not here? Yeah, no, that's that's powerful. I think yeah. I I think I put my finger on the binaural thing when I was listening to this. Song <laughs> right so so here here's the thing. Like nothing as it seems is a really good song. Really like that song. Great song. Insignificance is is pretty good. You know I wouldn't say it's like their best song, but it's but it's good. And I and I like this song too. Here's here I and, and I could be off on this. I don't like the way Eddie sings on the album. I think that's what it is. He sounds like with this song, especially that first verse that you just talked about. The words are awesome. The band sounds good. He sounds like he's singing through his nose. He doesn't sing like he normally sings. And maybe that's why this album just well, doesn't sound quite right to me. Well, and, and at the time this album came out and uh, uh, it, it was very decisive, divisive, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, Vitology came out and kind of fucked some people up and then no code came out and everybody was just like, what the fuck are they doing? Mm-hmm. And, no uh, code, uh, by the way, on, on reflection on that. I didn't hate no code when it came out. Oh no, no, but, no, but no, no code. No code's actually really pretty good front to front to back at this point. And in Vitology had those couple of weird songs like rats. Yeah. Not rats. Uh, uh, bugs and Hey Foxy Mop Handle Mama. That's me. Uh, <laughs> rats is on the, verses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rats is on verses and everybody loves rats. Yeah. Uh, it looked just like everybody loves sausage. Uh, it's, it's, a. Uh, it was a, uh, you know, they, they started doing the whole, like, uh, no, we're going to do what the fuck we want to do. Not, we're not going to make radio rock anymore. We're not, you know, obviously mm-hmm. not making videos since 10, but, uh, but yeah, it, it, go back and listen to the whole record again, Sean. I, I think you'll be surprised at how much you enjoy it. But I get, I get it. I get it. it the nasally thing that, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I, they were actually, you know, trying to sound different mm-hmm. and it, it, and it'll fuck you up too. You know, Oh, I guess this one came out after yield. Yeah. Yield was, yield was, I've, I think yields probably up there with me as like maybe the oh, that, best album. That's yeah. my favorite album yeah. of theirs. And I forgot about that. So it was, they went from vitality, no code to yield mm-hmm. and then to this. Yeah, I still remember Yield when uh, when that album, the day it came out, you were working in Springfield and I was off that day and I went to Best Buy, picked up two copies of it and dropped one off at you to you at your work. And we listened to it over your lunch hour. And it was just it was just like a life changing album when that one came out. I was at the insurance company at that you point, were. right? Yes, you were. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah, that was insane. Yeah. I still remember where I, where I was or where I got every one of my program records. Which wow. is crazy. That is yeah. crazy. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that was more the big, I just wanted to bring up a binaural song, and it's a great song. It is a good song. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's all I got on that one. All right. Song number three was one that I picked. And I had this song and another one that I'm probably going to save for next week. And I was going back and forth. And the reason I didn't choose the other one, which was which was a Red Hot Chili Peppers song, who I do not believe we've had yet on. We have. And I, I had one on there. Mm-hmm. But when you picked this song, I switched from my chili pepper song to the next song. Actually, okay. So what was your. <laughs> so I put I put this one on. I put this one on on because instead of the chili pepper song so which chili pepper song did you picked i'm just going to see if we by no, randomly no, pick no, we'll the same talk. one okay we'll, we'll, we'll t- pick your chili pepper song next week and, and okay uh, and we'll, we'll mine's, talk my, about mine's not a brand new one but it's a newer one it's not like one from the 90s necessarily it's one from the from the 2000s the aughts oh like the by the way californication sort of little newer than that so i'll leave it at that so yeah Mm -hmm. so anyway this it's not the same song this song actually when i when i read uh when i read the actual meaning behind it made me go wow that's really really super interesting because i did not know this and it's the way it's it's the way by fastball a song that came out in 1998 and it had such a different vibe than pretty much anything else on the radio at that time and you know it was weird because it had like uh the beginning of it, if you remember, it sounded like somebody flipping through either radio stations or TV channels and you're hearing like advertisements on it or something. And then the then the actual song kicks in. And uh, apparently, according to the notes that you uh, you had found, Dennis, that it's it's basically about the uh, disappearance of an elderly couple in Texas who left home to a, to attend a festival. And uh, one of them had Alzheimer's and the other one recently recovered from brain surgery. And they were discovered two weeks later dead at the bottom of a ravine near Hot Springs, Arkansas, hundreds of miles away from their intended route. But the song was was uh, a romanticized version of when they decided to basically go on this journey. I would have never guessed that. And, and I remember actually hearing about that, you know, after, shortly after the song came out or, or later on, you know, when it, the Internet was invented. Uh the the there's the uh it, they left before the sun came up the, or, or, where's that line god damn i had it marked too with, before without the children woke up and they couldn't find it they left before the sun came up that day and then the other line i really like is they drank up the wine and they got to talking they now had more important things to say that's so fucking cool yeah well and another line that would have been a dead giveaway dead giveaway <laughs> Uh, didn't even mean to do that, but, uh, with the, the line, <laughs> the line and exit to eternal summer slacking, you know, that just kind of, uh, you know, I didn't, I would have never thought that that meant that they were necessarily like found dead, but it's, the, it's interesting. The, uh, uh, and, and, and this going back to what we talked about in the beginning and, and the whole premise of the show is like, this was just such a fun song to drive around with the mm-hmm. windows down out in the country you know i had no idea where we were but you mm-hmm. absolutely knew where we were and and uh, just singing the song and not giving a shit about anything mm-hmm. and, and apparently even the the meaning of the song <laughs> we didn't care it's, it was mm-hmm. well no no it was just fun you know like going back to the richie episode like how dark those fucking songs were well you know Right. And I was never big on like when music videos were way more of a thing than they are now. I was never big on wanting to see the music videos because I didn't want to know what they say that the song's about. I want to just think of whatever the song's about that I want to think that it's about. And and, and I actually watched this video last night uh, and, and it, it, it pretty much throws it right right out there. But it but it's uh, it, it's interesting. Uh, and we'll talk about it with a video later on in, in a song coming up, uh, you know, how. Uh, how much the the band was shown in this video along with the lead singer even though you know the lead singer is the narrator you know so so he's front and center and and the story revolved around it videos are so different now than they Mm -hmm. used to be you know uh you know think about journey you know that that the one song that i actually like about journey is the one where the video that i like by journey is the one that has the uh they're doing the air keyboard the I can't think of the name of it. And I meant to look it up before, before we got on here, but, but I mean, that's a goofy ass video. I know someday love will find you. Yeah. What is that? Separate, separate ways is what it's called. Yes. That is, that actually is a pretty good song. Yeah. Yeah. It's like an eighties rock anthem where you can like pump your fist up in the air. Yeah. And if you're not watching the video, you can actually get behind Mm -hmm. it. And that was a song that got beat into my head in a, in a bar, in the bar we liked in, uh, in, in South Korea. (laughs) (laughs) I was finally like, okay, maybe I like a journey song. Yeah. Yeah. But the rest of journey sucks. uh, (laughs) uh, 
the 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 fun thing I thought I, I saw in the notes here, you know, okay, so the song was number one on the U.S. modern rocks for mm-hmm. from April and remained there for seven weeks, and and that's pretty cool. And the way they marketed this album, they didn't put it out as a single. You know, back then it was cassette singles or CD singles. They didn't put it out like the only way you could have this song was to buy the CD. And you did. And, and I did yeah. absolutely. There's another. There's some, some really good songs on here, uh, and but it but it went platinum in America. Yeah. So it uh, and and the other thing is is I saw this man live too on on one of the Q one hundred one jamborees. They they played on the second stage. Oh, and, were they good? And, yeah, they were very good. Mm, cool. Very good. Their other song. This, their other song uh, that I remember is the song about the bicycle. I can't remember exactly no, what that's it was Orbit. called. Was that Orbit? That's Orbit. Their other song was, uh, oh, God damn it. If you wouldn't have brought up Orbit and fucked me up, I would have remembered it. No, because Orbit had My Medicine and then the Bicycle song. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. 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 Okay. I, uh, uh, I'm looking. There, I'm yeah. looking. It was a slower song. Out of My Head. Out of My Head. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Was out of my head. Was out of my mind. Yeah, that wasn't a bad song. Not not as good as yeah. this one, but not bad. Oh, no, absolutely not. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, just such a fun song to sing. And, <laughs> it's and, funny on my Apple Music when I just pulled it up. It said similar artists: The Wallflowers, Everclear, Gin Blossoms, Eve Six, and uh, Smash Mouth and Harvey Danger. <laughs> it's just kind of Danger. Yeah, oh, yeah. Shit, we might have to throw that one on next week. Flagpole. I saw Sita. Harvey Danger at that same show. Did you? That's a that is a good song. Flagpole said. <laughs> yes, it is. Or my helicopter. Remember my private helicopter. Do you remember that song? Oh no, I'm not really. Private I'm... helicopter. I'll have it, to when see. we. What, after this song, when we do our break, listen to it. Okay. While, while I'm taking a piss. All right, all right. Uh, is this the right, fourth the next song? song? Oh no, we got another one. It's yours. Go for yeah, it. Yeah, this is the fourth song. And 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 when I saw the way, which I had on my list of songs that I told you about, that if you were having trouble, I also had this song. And when you chose, and and I always for some reason think of these two songs together. Interesting. Even, okay. All right. They didn't come out this, nearly at the same time, but that's interesting. No, they they don't. But for some reason now, you know, here it is, twenty years later. Uh, I think of these songs in, in a similar way. This is The Distance by Cake. Yeah, great such song. A, and such a great band. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, there's not really a whole lot to say about this song. You know, it's about cars and loss and, and, and racing and everything. But this band with, and and you talked about the, uh, oh, the the accordion in, that, yeah. in the, in the uh, Counting Crows song. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the horns, that they that mm-hmm. cake uses in are so effective yeah it, and in way so more songs than just this one too oh oh so this is the second single did you realize that i will survive was the first single? i thought that, i thought it was opposite i think i think in our radio world it was actually this one and then i will survive honestly well i do too of course yeah. that's the, you know in the little town of franklin we were or mm-hmm. you know central illinois we were backwards but yeah but yeah this was actually the second single off that album but it's it's so it's so fun and and just the with the music and the tone and everything of, mm-hmm. of it mm-hmm. again just a great driving song because it's about driving and, right. and trying to to either run towards your problems or run away from them I can't, I couldn't figure out which one it is right yeah I agree yeah it's a good it's a really good song and I will survive was a really good follow-up for us, even though apparently it wasn't the follow-up, but, uh, (laughs) well, I think, I think you bought the album first before I I think, Oh yes. I, yes. I have, I have to tell a story about this album that really, that really absolutely, uh, really cracked me up. I told you I had a story about this song particularly, and I almost forgot. So, so after I bought it, I bought it in the fall of 96 and one of our friends, uh, borrowed it from me when they went on vacation over Christmas break. Okay. Cause their family were going to Florida and they said, Hey, can I borrow that CD? I really like it and i said yeah go ahead and go ahead and take it so they're playing it and oh, i fucking hate it i hate huh? it when people wanted to borrow cds i know, you know i know but uh but uh but so they're playing it with their family and it's like the mom and dad and like all three kids and a couple of the kids were younger they weren't in high school or college or anything like that and the song race car yayas comes on <laughs> oh yes yeah is this why you love that song so much i because it just reminds me of the story but uh but if you haven't heard the song race car yayas i feel like we're safe to probably uh to probably play this, but this is this is a part in race car. Yeah. So think about a family going on Christmas vacation down to Florida to spend a few days in the warm, and you're all you're all driving along in the station wagon or whatever you're in, and then this comes up. The land where large fuzzy 
still hang proudly like testicles from rear view mirrors. <laughs> it just totally cracked me up when I thought about that story when you sent this the other day. I'm like, that was a, they, they gave it back to me when they got back and they're like, here's your CD back. He said, did, did your family like the distance and, and I will survive and stuff? Yeah, but they didn't really like race car yayas. <laughs> did they name actually name check race car yayas? I, I do believe it's so. Race car yayas is hilarious. Yeah. Too. Yeah, absolutely. I thought that was a great story, though. So yeah, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. We we had a lot of fun with this album, and and uh, uh, I have seen them live, and they do a cover of Black Sabbath's War Pigs. That's what you've said. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's fucking unbelievable, and it's on one of their albums. And this is one of those holes in my vinyl collection that I need to. Uh, but uh, uh, oh god damn it! Oh, and and it made me think today actually when I was listening to the playlist again, like that trip we went went with. Uh, when we realized we couldn't get, uh, uh, or even the night before when we couldn't get uh, Dallas Bulls tickets, mm-hmm. wasn't Cake playing in Chicago? And weren't we thinking about going to try to see them at some club? I do not remember that. We weren't old yeah. enough to go to clubs at that point, though, so I doubt it. We, no, no. I mean, it would have been an all ages show if we were trying to get to it mm. at that point. Because that was, no, it was 2000, right? No, it was 90, 98. The Bulls were still the Bulls. So it was 97, 97. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe that was why we could we couldn't get to the show because it wasn't. And my reference to my reference to the Bulls still being the Bulls means that Michael Jordan still played for them. By the yes. way, because no, I always I always say that. So as NBA is getting ready to start, you know, like the Bulls haven't been relevant. Before. Well, I guess the Derrick Rose. <laughs> so, nope. so uh, a guy I work with, <laughs> a guy I work with earlier today uh, was telling me he finally started watching The Last Dance on uh, Netflix because now it's out on Netflix. And I said, "Oh yeah." I said, "Do you like it so far?" He said, "Yeah, I'm only through about episode three. I said, "Have you watched the end yet?" And he goes, "No, I haven't got that far." So I made him watch the end with present tense because to me, like, I can just sit and just once in a while just turn that part on and just watch that last five minutes of the show and they play present tense over the end of the last. Is episode. this guy a Bulls fan? Not really. A Jordan? Not really. He just was like everybody else has watched it, so I should too. So you know that oh. I had. So then he he went down a, a rabbit hole with me that you can't go down with me. You can't start yeah. talking about the Bulls and expect me not to then start pushing other things on you. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, but, uh, it, it's so funny again bringing up the kids that I work with when they start talking about basketball and we have to have the arguments about Kobe and LeBron and Jordan, and uh, and then I'll have some of the older guys you know that are on the program be like no shut the fuck up jordan's the best yeah <laughs> you're out of your mind did you see and, uh, did you see the new youtube video that's floating around by the way of him playing basketball with uh some kids at the playground he was just randomly playing like a pickup game and he no. had a shot in somebody's face and looked at him and said you need to go watch michael jordan highlights on youtube if you want to guard me Jordan, <laughs> but, said that. yeah yeah <laughs> Oh, that's so great. Yeah. So, all right. Well, let's um, take a break. And on the yeah. other side of the break, we've got our final four songs for the week. And we'll be back in. Wait. The, yeah. But, Sean, what? those final four songs, what does that represent? The B-side of Sean and D's <laughs> good tape. We're flipping from side A to side B. Just get on fucking board, Newell. <laughs> we'll be back in just a minute. All right. Well, welcome back to side B of Sean and D's good tape. Did that make you happy, Dennis? Yes, it did. Sean. Yes. All right. Yeah. It's like we never went away, by the way. We just uh, might have taken a might have taken a 15 minute break and nobody knows. Well, that he, we did it. We're, we're, we're softening up. Uh, and Richie also brought up the fact that we need to hit up title. And I guess that's uh, Jay-Z and, and somebody, uh, you know, who maybe wants to, you know, promote on our show. You know, that's listened to by dozens of people. <laughs> yeah. that can dozens their- <laughs> and dozens of Sean and D's fans. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Are you not reaching maybe 12 people in central <laughs> Illinois? We've got you. We don't think that Franklin, Illinois gets enough Amazon packages delivered. <laughs> they need to know more about you. <laughs> yes, yes. Let us help you, Jeff, because you're obviously struggling. <laughs> oh, All right. All right. First song of side B is Superman's Dead by Our Lady Peace, the band name that I have a heck of a time for some reason remembering what it is. I'll be like, yeah, that Superman song. And who sings that song? And I did this the other day. And, and my wife, Amanda, actually was the one who finally said it's Our Lady Peace because I never can. She said that. Yeah, she she likes Our Lady Peace. It's one of her favorite yeah. bands. So, well, at the yeah. same time, this song came out. There was the, the Superman by uh, Three Doors Down. And there was, that was also that, that was Kryptonite, Dennis. Oh, Kryptonite. I'm yes. sorry. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, the Superman by the uh, the piano guy. Five for oh, fighting. 
five for fighting that's what it was yeah so so like uh, these songs all kind of get grouped up together but this is obviously the best one of the the three they're all actually pretty good this is the best one of three i'm not saying that they're not yeah. all good John. i'm just saying this is the best one of the three yes this is off of their second album clumsy which uh was released in january of 1996 but i'm gonna say or 1997 i'm gonna say this single though was released before the album was in in late 1996 because i remember listening to this song in 1996 oh and and, mm-hmm. and that's possible that mm-hmm. it was on the radio i i, I don't think because you probably didn't buy the cd did you i did not you did though yeah, that's I all. Did. I mean, that's yeah. really all that had to happen was you would buy every CD. So why did anybody else have to buy it? Especially <laughs> once, it yeah, you put it on a tape or once you could burn CDs, I'd be like, hey, can I borrow that for a day for a few <laughs> minutes? And I take it home, burn it, bring it back, you know, so you'd get all particular about you better not scratch it. You better not scratch it. So, yeah, I was. Mm-hmm. A, yeah, I was. Are you still that way about those CDs? Sort of, except for the fact that they're all sitting in the storage shed in New Berlin, I think. Oh, right now. Wow, yeah. you're a long ways from those babies. Hmm. That's why I got the records to replace them. There's probably some. <laughs> there's probably some rat that's chewing on them right now. I've got I've got about a third of them, at home, including the Pearl Jam, Nirvana, Soundgarden, like the important ones, the Beatles, all that stuff. Like your Anyhow. your Bell Biv DeVoe ones probably still in the storage unit. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Bell Biv DeVoe and uh, oh, there's some interesting ones. Yeah. You, I mean, if you heard a song and you sort of liked it, you were probably going to buy the CD. I was absolutely going to buy the CD. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. I remember, when, I remember once when... Uh, we were, <laughs> <laughs> we don't, we'll come back to Our Lady Peace, but go ahead, Sean. We might have to just skip that song at this point because uh, for time... No, no, I got a couple of things. But, I, but I remember once uh, you got you got in trouble for something. I don't remember what it was. You probably like didn't chop wood enough or something like that when you were a kid. And uh, um, they were going to uh, take away all of your CDs, so you brought them all to my house. And my room was <laughs> yeah, just... I forgot about <laughs> My room was just filled with racks and racks and racks of cds i thought it was great and you're like don't yeah. don't touch them i'm like of course i won't listen to them while they're here of course not so yeah i forgot all about that but yeah no i were oh i'm so pissed i can't it was some bullshit reason which is exactly why yeah uh without going into anything further but that that explains a lot of things it was a i forgot all about that i put them in two boxes brought them over to your house mm-hmm. yeah. yeah that was like junior year of high school yeah, something like that. I don't remember the exact year, but I just remember I had CDs for a long time. So, anyway, Superman's Dead by Our Lady Peace. You said you had a, <laughs> yeah, had a couple yeah. of fun things to say about it, so go for it. Uh, you, uh, the, uh, I didn't realize what the song was about at all until looking at the notes of it. Uh, he, he, let's see, it uh, wrote the song about how hard it is to be a kid growing up surrounded by media, TV images, blah, blah, blah. And uh, he said that's probably the genius of this song not by any part on me, but just in the fact that I think the trend has gotten tougher for kids these days. He said this in 2012. It seems that if you talk about the world going faster, my I, analogy back then was the subway. Now it's like we've hit light speed with ADD and the technology. I mean, just to stay focused for 20 minutes, I can hardly do it. You're just inundated. Our senses are on overload for sure. And when you, when you sent the song over and I was listening to it, and I, you know, the world's a subway. I was like, the fuck does that mean how Mm -hmm. does that have anything to do with superman Mm -hmm. and and when i read that line i was like oh shit okay he's comparing a subway to modern transportation now Mm -hmm. like it's everything is so much faster and 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 i was like oh that's pretty good that's really good actually yeah the other i would not have guessed in the million years that that's what this was about i i really thought it was more about basically that the perfect person doesn't exist anymore it's kind of how i always took this song uh, and, and you'll you're gonna make fun of me because I'm I'm I've got a history of fucking up lyrics that I don't know, uh, but the, there was the uh, the line. Where is it at here? I, I actually tried to prepare a little better this time. Oh, an ordinary girl, an ordinary an ordinary waste, but ordinary is just not good enough today. Mm-hmm. Now listening to it, hearing it with the newfound knowledge that I have, I'm like, Oh, okay. That makes sense. Like, like this, you know, you're watching TV or, or today a YouTube video and you see this perfect, you know, image of what you're supposed to be. And, and it's not easily attainable, but you know, actually up until 
whatever it was uh, Monday. Is that when he sent me the song? Mm-hmm. I thought mm-hmm. it was an ordinary girl in ordinary ways, mm-hmm. not waste, just yeah. ways. Like well, I, I can had no idea. I can understand that. Yeah. Yeah. Who's playing? That's a lot better than Who's some of the fuck ups. Is that the Cubs back there behind you? Yeah. Who are they playing? Uh, the Reds. It's oh. two nothing. Cincinnati. Oh, nice. Yeah. But anyhow. <laughs> but yeah, no. So so those were the two big things. But it was such a fun song, and I had no idea how deep it was. That and and, yeah. and again, it goes back to to uh, when you're that age, you think you know everything, and then you you listen to something like this, mm-hmm. and you don't realize just how fucking deep it it is. It's supposed to be. I don't think that's necessary, is it? Which part, Mom? Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> just the extra fucking that I threw. In. God damn it! All right. It was, it was getting you a little song, it, Sean. What it, else it was, you got to say? It, it was getting a little much. <laughs> you were using it quite a bit there. Yeah. Well, my beer consumption's Yeah. Dee's mom had to kind of draw you back a little bit. That is her name, by the way. It's not your mom. It's Dee's mom. It's Dee's mom. Right. Yeah. Or I can say my mom. Yeah. Yeah. You could just say but, Dee's mom, too. That'd make it more fun. But <laughs> I'll call her Dee's mom. <laughs> yeah. No, I thought this song, I, I seriously thought this song was about, like I said earlier, basically that the perfect person doesn't exist anymore. And somebody wants oh, somebody. Yeah, yeah, somebody. I, I always took it as somebody, you know, it's probably a boyfriend, girlfriend relationship where girlfriend wants boyfriend to be better. And he's basically saying, I'm not going to be that person. Superman's dead. I can't do that. Exist. And that that's totally not what the song's about. Like I said, yeah. why I don't like to watch videos. I like to know what I like to the, my version of what okay. songs are about. Yes. Speaking of videos, uh, I watched it last night. It would not have given that away. You would not have taken it away at a, you know, 20 year old Sean would not have figured <laughs> that's mm-hmm. what the song meant. Yeah. Uh, which is partially, which is part of the problem with some of the videos. Uh, but, uh, but it's, yeah, no, like we've just spent 20 years thinking the song was about something completely yeah. different. I also haven't heard it in probably 15 years, but you know, other than that, I don't listen. I mean, I don't listen to it all that much. I probably mm-hmm. get drunk every once in a while. And, and this one comes up where I'm like, Oh fuck. I Probably the last time I heard it is if I were guessing was probably sometime you came to Peoria and we had a few drinks and we start going song for song where we start trading. What's the next song? Yeah. I mean, basically that's what this podcast is, is us getting <laughs> yes. drunk and listening to music together. It was funny. Yeah. It, was, it was funny just for the, just for the listeners to, uh, to hear the story. What was it about, uh, about three or four weeks ago, we were texting back and forth on, uh, like what songs we're going to, uh, do for the next show. It was a Friday night and I was having, uh, I was having a cocktail at my house and you were having a couple of drinks wherever you were at. And I said, I said, yeah, I'm listening to, uh, I don't, I, it was a Counting Crows song, I think. And you go, Ooh, I'm going to put that on too. And so we started listening oh. to the same songs at the same time yeah. and then texting that, back and forth was, uh, about uh, them. Yeah. Angels of the silences. That's right. Yeah. That's yeah. And then, and then we were kind of having fun. And then finally I said, I got to go. And you said, why? I said, I got <laughs> to put the kids like, to bed. I got to <laughs> cry or something yeah. like that. And I said, yeah, uh, yeah. I heard one of the kids go, dad, are you going to come up here and help me go to bed? And I'm like, uh, I guess you're yeah. dancing around with headphones on your head. In the <laughs> <goddamn living> room. <laughs> oh, that's so good. All right. Next song is next yours. Song. Go for it. Yeah. Uh, Glycerin by Bush. Glycerine by Bush, as he would pronounce it. Uh, this was, uh, it, it was the, uh, let's see. God. Oh, the fourth single from their first album, 16 stone. And, and, and this was again one of those huge songs, uh, uh, in, in you know our senior year in high school. Like mm-hmm. this whole album was huge, but this song in particular was was gigantic, and 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 it it's really kind of gibberish, mm-hmm. you know. Going back, that that's what I was gonna say is it doesn't hold up that well. It, it's not one of those oh. songs that I that I hear now, and I'm like, man, I really miss listening to that song a lot or anything like that. I think it could also be the factor that maybe I just heard it too much, and I just, you know, one of those things. But I, when I listened to, to this playlist, it was the one that I listened to once, and I didn't listen to again after, uh, you know, just getting that initial initial review back. I don't dislike I don't dislike it. It's just not something that that I necessarily want to hear very often. And, and that's fair. Mm-hmm. Honestly, of, of all the songs, this is the one that I was like, it, it needed to be talked about and Bush needed to be brought up because mm-hmm. you know, this one and Razor Blade 2 case, the, these two albums, uh, you know, had great songs that were great radio friendly. That was their second record. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, I but, know. Uh, 
Yeah. What was the what was the song that was probably their biggest hit? Was this their biggest hit or the one that the one there there's no sex in your violence? What was that? What is that song? That's uh that was god damn it. I had it actually written down as their first single. It was a the oh Jesus Christ. It'll come to me. Let me hold on. Let me keep talking. Okay, go for it. Uh, uh, I've actually seen this band twice in concert. And, and, and the last time I saw them, I went with those two friends from Loami, my neighbors mm-hmm. in Loami. Mm-hmm. I don't know that you ever actually met them. I did not, but I've heard yeah, a lot about remember, them. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, one of them got super drunk and uh, was passing out and like throwing up on herself. And, uh, and Bush was the headliner. It, it, was, it was one of the point fests. And I was like, they're playing Glycerin. Hold tight. <laughs> keep her okay when they finish glycerin we can go <laughs> and, uh, uh, oh god damn it I thought I, I had the song there the, is there sex in your violence alright it'll come to us or yeah. if nothing else I'll, I'll I'll send it to Sean we'll put it up on Instagram yeah. or Facebook you'd think that we uh, would actually uh, just look it up but that's not that's not what we do <laughs> we have to, somebody no. actually has to think about it <laughs> Yeah. No, mm-hmm. we like to play the game. Of remember when the internet didn't exist? Mm-hmm. It, uh, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, the the fun thing about this song was the uh, the strawberry fields reference. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. literally I, said and, strawberry fields. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and it, 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 in glycerin, it's a cynical word. Strawberry fields is a Beatles reference because when people think of that song, it makes them happy. It elevates you and it lifts you up. For me, it's like a soft pillow. Most of my lyrics and most of my songs that I've written are about rising up against struggle and what you do within problems like the human condition, how we can screw up and how we can make up for it and what we can escape from and what we can win. And uh, yeah, I just thought that was pretty cool. And, and I'd forgotten, you know, until listening to the song that they actually said, Strawberry Fields, and it, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like Oasis, just outwardly referencing, you know, Beatles as, as a British band. Uh the other funny thing in this song was he wrote it about his girlfriend right before Gwen Stefani, which mm-hmm. we you know brought up with the Rob Thomas thing. Yeah. Uh, and, and 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 the other thing I wanted to bring up is is how I never got words right. Uh, don't let the days go by. Could have been easier on you. I couldn't change though I wanted to. Should have been easier by three. Our old friend fear and you and me. It's by should three. Have been, I thought it was yeah. by me. <laughs> Yes. Should have been yes. easier on me. Is what I always yeah. thought it was. I had no idea. It should have been easier by three. Official lyrics. When I was listening to it that first time after you know we made the I made the playlist, like I heard it, I was like, he said three. Like this is a song Tommy and I used to play, and I used to say me mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, and that might have been like early internet lyrics from that at that point. But mm-hmm. but when I brought it up and when I listened to it, I was just like, oh no, yeah, it's three. Hmm. <laughs> who knew yeah yeah there you go the next song will be quick Sean. the next song's fun though weird oh, so much yeah. fun and Did... i've got a fun story about this song that you may or may not remember so when was the last time you thought about this song before i sent it to you um i i listen to it once in a while it'll come up on like sirius xm or something like that and i'll always listen oh, to it so it hasn't been that it hasn't been that long yeah it's uh it's pepper by the butthole surfers mm-hmm. off of their album electric larry land uh God, we love this fucking song. My six-year-old thinks the name of the band is hilarious, by the way. <laughs> of course he does. I would have, too, yeah. when I was six years old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is like their seventh album, too. Really? Did you realize? I didn't. Yeah. No. I yeah, don't think they, I'd ever heard of them a... until this song. Oh, no. Oh, that. All right. Well, that's for another time for them. Their album before this is what turned me on to them, where they had uh, Who the Hell Was in My Room Last Night. I'm trying to think of the name of the album, and it'll come up as soon as I think of the name of that Bush song. But anyhow, <laughs> your funny story. Oh, well, this song is just fun because it, it, it's uh, it's Gibby Haynes, uh, the lead singer of uh, uh, Butthole Surfers from Austin, Texas, just talking about a bunch of random shit that fucking idiots do in Texas, you know, involving dying. The music is great. It's such a fun song mm-hmm. to sing. And, and it's just so... It, it, I, 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 the first word I was going to say is goofy, but I don't think that does it credit. How no. long have we been recording? Oh, a long time, almost an hour. This is one of our longer <laughs> shows, but we just, we've just kind of <laughs> rambled a little bit. It's all right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's all, all good. good. You don't have to listen if you don't want. 
That's fine. Or, mm-hmm. or just pause it and come back. Yeah, just fast uh, forward once in a while. Skip 15 <laughs> seconds. Yeah. So, okay. So that's really what I had with the song is just how much fun we had with it. So, ended up. so my fun story with this is I remember one day right after it came out, you put it on a tape or something, or we were just driving around listening to the radio and it was on and our friend Bruce from Hamilton's was driving around with us randomly. Bruce so much. Yeah. 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 And Bruce was, Bruce was a little bit older than us, probably what, 10 years older than us, I'd say maybe a little bit more than yes. that, 10 or 15 years older than us. So, so, um, well, you well. know, he liked hanging out with us and we liked hanging out with him, but sometimes there would be things that he would just have to question this song was something that he questioned he goes we're listening to it and i think you were singing along to it or something and he goes what are you guys listening to what what the hell is this and it was just like all he could do is all he could, he just couldn't take it you know yeah. so i ended up having to shut it off you know it just uh it just uh cracked me up though it made me think of actually this song kind of makes me think of him when i hear it because of the just the vile reaction that he had when he actually heard it so it's what, what was was he a van halen fan what was his favorite band he was a van halen. Uh, he, he was a sammy Hagar yeah, yeah. fan yeah he, he, okay mm-hmm. okay god i miss bruce he was such a great dude I think he still he is probably. probably. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say he's probably still is. <laughs> just because we don't see him doesn't mean he's dead. So. Oh my god. Yeah, I love that guy. Yeah. Like, yeah, we hung out, played basketball with him. Like, uh, oh yeah. I know every time that uh, my mom runs into him, which happens every few months, it seems like she'll say, I saw Bruce today. He asked a million questions about you and, and all that stuff. And I'm like, I need to just randomly stop by there sometime, but I'm never randomly there to just stop Does by there. Say- does he still work in Hamilton? I think so. I, I'm I'm assuming so. I don't know, but God, I miss that dude. He was so great, and it was so great to us. Yeah, like, like, yeah. He he got it. He got us. Yeah. For however the fuck that happened when we were kids, he got us and 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 like took us under his wing and and yeah, he was didn't want to unload he, trucks on a Saturday night. Just go hang out with Bruce in the office. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. Oh my God. <laughs> well, we could. Yeah. Yeah. Already get yeah. yeah. So anyway, right. final song of the week is a uh, Sammy Hagar song. It's from his not most recent band, his second most recent band, a band that actually still exists. They just don't uh, they don't make albums anymore, but he still plays with them once in a while. It's Sammy Hagar, Joe Satriani, Chad Smith from the Chili Peppers and Michael Anthony from Van Halen started a band in 2009 called Chicken Foot. The name is just a random code name that they came up with that they thought was funny and they kept it. And this is the uh, last song on the debut album, which was just called Chicken Foot. And it's called Future in the Past. And you would never heard it until yesterday or the day before correct dennis uh i had it and let me correct you chicken foot is actually like slang for the peace sign have you noticed their logo is the peace sign it's the it's a chicken it's a chicken foot up this way yeah yeah it's it's the peace sign sean i know what it is oh no i know what it is but the band the band name just came out of nowhere though yeah the band name the band name oh oh, okay okay they weren't trying to do the peace sign they I get, I get what you're saying. Yes. I mean, it worked out well as a good logo, but yeah, they didn't be like, Oh, we're, are, we want to make the band name about peace. So we came up with chicken foot or anything like that. So, yeah. So before I, I lay into Sammy about Moss tequila, I'll, uh, I'll ask him about where chicken foot came from. If it was about the peace sign or not, but no, you're absolutely right. Sean. <laughs> like I never heard this song mm-hmm. and it blew me away. It's like, a really good song. Holy fuck. And you can tell Joe Satriani is a badass motherfucker fucker badass motherfucker on this on this song it's it's i don't think that's necessary (laughs) (laughs) the sorry mom the uh the the solid guitar solo on the song and then when Mm -hmm. sammy picks up the guitar and plays rhythm along Mm -hmm. with him at the end of it Mm -hmm. literally this is why i love doing this fucking show is talking about music, getting goosebumps, just talking about it. Mm-hmm. But listening to that song, I've heard that song like seven, eight times now, mm-hmm. just this week. And every time that guitar solo kicks in and and, and coming back to it and, and, and some of the lines in the song, uh, and I'll let you talk about it a little bit more uh, before I bring that up. It's it just like, holy shit, this is Badass. Yeah, to me, and, and I'll tell a story about the first time I ever heard this song. I was really, really intrigued by a band 
with Joe Satriani and Sammy Hagar and Chad Smith and Michael Anthony to a degree all in it. It's a badass space. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I was, I was really, I was really intrigued by what this band was going to be like. And when they were getting ready to release their debut album, they went on a small little mini tour of just small clubs. One of those clubs was uh, forest park West in Chicago is where it was at. And it held about 500 people and you had to join their fan club to be able to go to the show. So of course I paid the 40 bucks to be able to get tickets and it was generally admission so amanda and i went up to chicago and saw them and i hadn't heard the album yet so i'm going in here not knowing any of these oh. songs oh okay yeah, yeah yeah so so basically what they did was came out played the entire album and there was also a, se- a separate song that was not on the original album that was only on the record if you bought the the actual lp the vinyl uh, the yeah. vinyl yeah so um so uh, they played they played all of it. This was the last song that they played before they went into intermission, and then they came back and they played some songs a little bit more familiar to the crowd. Um, this song blew me away. I mean, it was just like when you're when you're sitting there and you're like, you you hear this epic song in front of you. That's what it was like. And I'm like, man, I know I'm gonna love that song, and I couldn't wait to buy the album just to hear this song again. It it, it it's so good. It, and and there's like there's some. Sammy hangups that I have mm-hmm. with it, you know, that are completely overridden by the musicianship and, and the way he uh, flows with it, mm-hmm. you know, like, like, like I, I got part, you know, mm-hmm. kind of in the middle, uh, like, like when I first heard, it, I was like, okay, well, there's the Sammy part. But then on second and third and fourth listening, I'm like, no, that, that fits. <laughs> did, you, did you by chance, did you by chance listen to the, to the concert version at all? Cause you indicated you kind of watched the video. I, did. I, lo- I love Not- the, I love the concert version because they get the whole crowd into the beginning of it. Did you notice that? Yes. Yeah, yes. I saw, I watched a Phoenix. I think yeah. it was Arizona. That's yeah. a, that's a, that's a Blu-ray that they released from their oh, first is it tour. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, when you, when you brought it up that you, uh, the first time you heard the song was live, I was like, okay, well I got to see that. And mm-hmm. of course it, blows your fucking mind joe satriani mm-hmm. all apologies to eddie van halen who's an amazing guitarist but joe satriani oh you think geez. about you think about sammy's career and starting out in montrose playing with ronnie montrose then he played with yeah. eddie van halen and then he played with joe satriani i mean you really can't get much better than that when it comes to well, uh it, it, you know era defining guitar players to play songs with and joe really joe really up until he got in chicken foot never played with a lead singer or anything like that he was no always no he was always a solo yeah yeah so yeah pretty crazy uh, and, and who's the guitarist sammy has uh now with the, his name's uh, vic he was from the wabaritas his name's vic. Yeah, yeah 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 he's not bad yeah. no he's great too that yeah. acoustic album he, mm-hmm. they've got together mm-hmm. is so great yeah but 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 uh you know and we and it's just it's you know, I've seen him live several times and, and he's such an amazing artist, an incredible front man, mm-hmm. absolutely amazing. And, 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 you know, the, a, a voice at his age that can do this still. And, 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 and we've talked about like with the videos that they're putting on now, but, but this song, holy shit, just blew mm-hmm. me away. Yeah. The line, yeah. the line that, that fucked with me the most was, uh, uh, listen to the children, listen to my friends, let science be my church, songs that never end, come on. You know, like, that's how relevant is that now, too? Like, the future in the past. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. That's so great. Mm-hmm. And, and the, uh, we don't have to worry about anything that's done. We we each are made of wax, are melted by the sun. Mm-hmm. Like, and the, yeah. and the fact that the song is called Future in the Past, and mm-hmm. it's got so much relevance on the shit we are dealing with today is unfucking believable. I knew you'd like it. That's why I chose it because I knew it'd be yeah. one that you would, uh, you would, because uh, yeah, it's just got that such that epic feel to it that I knew it would be a, oh. a big song oh. that you would you would enjoy. So and 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 between the drums and Satriani and 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 the bass and then Hagar coming in with the the rhythm guitar at the mm-hmm. end, mm-hmm. like it's it, the epic feel exactly. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, just so you know, with the Pearl Jam and the Sammy songs, we're really not doing it as a way to be like, oh, well, let's talk about, um, you know, even flow or I can't drive 55 or, or run around or, you know, one of their a lot of times we're trying to, I think, with each other trying to be like, hey, just in case you haven't heard this song, check this song out. So we're actually introducing these songs to each other almost as much as we are the audience in some cases. 
Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Or or it's it's one of those songs like we had mm-hmm. the first couple of weeks where it was like, shit, do you remember driving around listening to yeah. this song or yeah. where I made you listen to this song forever mm-hmm. and ever? Yeah. Uh, but but that's with with like Ricky with with, with Erica, which what, what she did when you know, bringing up the fact that our show made her remember how much she loved Counting Crows and going back to it mm-hmm. or, or people saying, God damn, I forgot all about this song or this is a great song. That is the point of this is yeah. listening to listening to these songs in either remembering or giving you some sort of feeling like, yeah. like this something different from the day to day horseshit, you know, of, of our lives, mm-hmm. you know, for me, you as middle-aged men, uh, but for you out there, you know, whatever you're going through, like just levity, just something, yeah. something to break. The it's, all, it, it all. it's all in fun. Even when we give each other crap, we're just doing it for fun. I think Richie, oh, thinks our, I think Richie thinks our show's about ready to break up. So. Well, he's Yoko Ono. He's trying to. Do this <laughs> he, he he's worried. To. He's worried Homer's coming in to snake, <laughs> you know, snake his spot up. But yeah. <laughs> D and Homer's good tape coming up. Homer's <laughs> good tape. It shouted Richie's okay <laughs> tape. <laughs> Homer, we'll talk about Kid Rock. We'll have oh, we'll okay. have uh, we'll have competing podcasts to see who can get more downloads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. And Richie will. Oh Jesus! Christ. You know what they, we should do is have Richie and Homer start one together. It would last about a half an episode. <laughs> I'm certain they haven't talked since Richie was on the podcast and Homer made that comment last week. I, I made oh, that joke man. that they probably haven't spoken since then. Oh, I, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah. Somebody's going to be mad at us after this episode. Anyway. All right. <laughs> I think awesome. we're, I think we're done for the week. We will uh, be back next week with probably eight new songs. I would imagine. That's, that's the plan. And it, we're doing Fridays now. Fridays at 6 a.m. So you can have it downloaded and ready to go for your way to work. And you can drive to work with Sean and Dee.